0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Celtic are back on top. Callum McGregor signed a new deal, but will Odson Edward and Tom Rogic be available for the Rangers game at the end of the month? Stephen Gerrard Ruse missed chances as they're held to a goalless draw at Hibs, and Motherwell Stephen Robinson given a three-match touchline ban. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. It was another dramatic night, Gordon, in this league uh, title race. Nobody seems to want to stay at the top for very long. You know, teams just changing week by week. And I, I must say, I can't wait for this week of football because three huge games coming up for, for the sides that can shape how the season's going to go. Uh, Gordon DL, when he said it was a dramatic night there, I was worried. I thought he was talking about the Clyde One Christmas party, but he was talking about on the field, and it was. It certainly was a big night. Yeah, a big night, and uh, you expected that Celtic to to win the game against Motherwell for part. I think that's seventeen goals in four games at home. They're a different team. I said that on Tuesday night. Uh, it's a difficult place to go and get anything, and obviously for Motherwell, three uh, 0 at half time. You were starting to fear maybe another four, five, six in the second half. Um, but And then, obviously, Rangers through Easter Road. I thought, just watching the game, uh, I thought Rangers deserved the three points, but a nil-nil, and Neil Lennon would be happy with that. Four points off of Celtic and Rangers. Speaking of which, Mark Wilson, he had me worried when he phoned, he phoned me this morning after the Clyde One Christmas party. Yes. Oh. And, uh, and he said to me, he said, you'll never guess what, I've just found in my bed. <laughs> He said, "I've just." He says, "I've just woke up next to," and I was panicking. It was eight packets of McCoy's crisps. <laughs> Sigh of relief all round. What a night it is. So there we go. Um, different flavours, the same flavour. Different flavours. I have no idea. Glad you had a good time. Let's hear from you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Twitter is at Clyde SSB. So many talking points tonight. We could probably go on. Until 10 o'clock Really so much to get through So let's hear from you On the phones Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB Celtic boss Brendan Rodgers Is hailing his youngsters After they took their chance Last night Anthony Ralston Opened his scoring uh, It was his first game Of the season of course Mikey Johnson came on To score his first goal So it was a night of firsts And Rodgers says That the future looks bright I thought he was outstanding Tonight Firstly defensively I thought he defended very well Closed the space Between him and the centre half Well Was aggressive Kicked their players, he kicked our own players, you know. He put it James Forrest, I think it would have tackled anything tonight when he got his chance. And then, uh, and then what he has got, he's got great endurance to keep getting forward. And uh, he gets in and gets a goal, and it was a fantastic finish. So, uh, absolutely delighted for him. And young Mikey coming on, and he finished off a, a really good move, quick piece of passing and combination play, and, and finished really well. So, it's great for the two young boys uh, that have been training with us a lot. And they've had the contributions But uh, but they're growing all the time Anthony Ralston in particular Is an interesting one Mark Wilson Because I know lots of Celtic fans Had really high hopes He, he was pitched in to play against PSG Played against Neymar uh, We've not seen him at all this season So for him to come into the team Play so well and score um, I mean listen That's going to delight his manager As you can hear Yeah Yeah it certainly does Because I think it's Now became a bit of A problem position for Celtic It does beg the question Where he's been for the last four or five months Now I know he, he went out on loan last season And it didn't quite work out And he came back to the club I would have expected him to be involved a lot more 
Um, but all he can do is take his chance when it's given to him. And last night he certainly did that. I thought he was outstanding, like Brendan Rogers says there. I, he took his goal very well. But even when he got in, into the final third, I thought um, he looked dangerous. Uh, and he just looks a powerful player. But again, we've seen very little of him this season. And I wonder why that is. Uh, it looks like he may get a run in the team now because Mikel Lustig obviously out with a head knock. You wonder if he'll come back. But it's a lot of important games and Ralston certainly looks like he's more than capable of filling in there. Yeah, he certainly played well last night, Mark, you've got to say. I think so. uh, I think in uh, Sunday, uh, Easter Road helped him uh, with the fact that Brendan Rodgers looked at the wing-back position with Scott Sinclair and thought... I may as well go with a natural fullback, and he is a natural fullback, and it's all about taking your, you know, you're taking your opportunities, and the boy's done himself absolutely no harm. He gets something down the field. He's a willing runner. He got a, a goal last night. It'll be, you know, his confidence will be sky high now, and it'll be interesting to see if he can keep his place. Uh, and then, of course, the game at Easter Road, Gordon. So many chances. In fact, I meant to dig out. The clip from last night When Jim Duffy And Mark Weedy Stood there and said I mean there's no chance This game will finish nil nil Absolutely no chance It was 5 all The last time at Easter Road No chance Goals in this game uh, Nil nil Doesn't always pan out that way No but it was an exciting game uh, You know And I thought Rangers Had the better of the chances I thought Morelos Was a handful All night Young Porteous Was very lucky To stay in the field uh, It was a, a wild tackle uh, so there was a lot of excitement through Easter Road Although it was a nil-nil And I think that's not a bad result for Rangers Because uh, Hibs were really confident And you know they were looking forward to the game After beating Celtic on Sunday and, and playing so well So it was a difficult place to go Especially with the, the little bit of form that Hibs were showing So nil-nil, it's a good point They're for Rangers struggling, I think. Though, Rangers to put the ball in the back of the net I mean I, I was having a go at them on, on uh, Sunday Saying if Morelos doesn't play, nobody can put the ball in the back of the net. Well, Morelos was playing, and he had a, you know, a host of chances. He did look dangerous, but still, they're finding it difficult to score goals. Um, and like I said at the start of the the show, this is a big week. You know, they've got some big games coming up, and they need they need their goal scorer to perform. One four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's hear from you on any of the talking points after last night's game. Anything that's in the football news today as well. Share it with us on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. We were listening to Brendan Rogers there speaking about Mikey Johnson mm-hmm. as well as Anthony Ralston. Um, again, you know we put a bit of a, a question on Twitter just before the teams were announced last night. Celtic fans, would you like to see Mikey Johnson in? Most of them said yes. Of course, he had to come on for Odson Edward and. We'll watch that one with interest to see how he recovers. Yeah. Um, and clearly, again, Gordon, he took his chance with a, a lovely finish. Yeah, it's all about getting the, the opportunity, Gordon. And these young players have been sitting patiently waiting for that. Uh, it's a big worry for Celtic, you know, with the, the strikers' position. With obviously Lee Griffiths not there just now and Edward limping off last night. Um, and yet the young lad went in there and uh, played very, very well. And like Ralston, Got his goal And that breeds so much confidence for you as a player Especially a young guy At home In front of the support You get your goal And you say to the manager Right If if Edward's not fit for the weekend Then I'm here to do a job And I think the boy can do a job I think like No disrespect But I think against Motherwell You can get away with it Dundee Maybe you can get away with him up front Against Aberdeen Rangers That's, that's a big task for a young boy Who isn't a forward Who's a winger mm-hmm. To play out of position and perform Huge pressure on him So it's going to be a very interesting one for Brendan Rodgers 
Over to you 01419511025 is the number you need That's what Gav Indram Chapel has dialed What's your point tonight Gav? Good evening guys, how you doing? All Hi, good, Gav. thanks um, My point was um, It's about Gerard. I, I don't think he's using the substitutes at the right time <coughs> It seems as if he's bringing uh, Young Middleton on Very very late on in the game And the wee guys, he's got a good bit of pace behind him So I reckon that if, if, if he if he brought on him a wee bit earlier, he'd probably get a bit more justice out of him and what he's getting across. Because he's, he's coming on the pitch, he's looking a lot faster than most of the guys that's on there. But it's just to see, obviously, see what your points are. Um, yeah. If you think Gerard's using the, the subs at the wrong the rank time. Gordon, I think he came on in the 84th minute mm-hmm. or so last night. And this uh, this is a, a real bugbear of fans, isn't it? When they, they want to see substitutions, they, they sometimes want to see them earlier. Than they do happen Does Gav have a point? Yeah I think he does But the Rangers manager It's his decision With his staff To say right Okay when will we make The substitution You usually look around the, You know most managers After a half time team talk Will give it another 20 minutes 25 minutes So you're looking Around about the 60 plus minutes uh, Before they, they make The substitutions But Stephen Gerrard Seems to wait To the 80th Minute, five minutes to go or whatever I mean, last, night, he, he, last night was maybe a bit different He had used two by then of course Because yeah. um, you know, McCrory came on and, and Warrell came on as well didn't he Yeah injuries And um, you know I, I've, I've spoken to a few Rangers fans That the one thing that They love Stephen Gerrard as a manager And a guy and everything about it But the one thing they do have a little bit of you know, Criticism thrown towards them Is you know, using his substitutes a bit earlier But he may feel that no, I'm quite happy with the way I'm going about my business and these players. It's very difficult. You, you come on with six minutes to go. Mark and I will tell you, it would never really happened to me a lot, but <laughs> it, it, it's it's very, very hard to get the, the, the pace of the game, Gordon, yeah. and turn it around. You need a good 20, 25 minutes to get yourself out there and try and, and make a big impact. But if that's what the Rangers manager decides to do, it's his call Yeah Daz is right I mean to make an impact Especially someone so young You know six minutes To come on and, and Change a game uh, That's That's tough uh, I noticed it as well In Vienna I, I thought He made substitutions late Where I thought Vienna were there For the taking If he changed it sooner But Gordon's right I mean that's the way Stephen Gerrard mm. Seems to manage That he seems to want He's kind of Starting a living To stay and where, 11 where for I, as where, long as possible Where I noticed that Mark and Gaff's point And I think it stemmed from way back The game at Celtic Park they just come off the European game On the Thursday night yeah. And had a long journey And people were saying Well, a tired legs And they put in a real shift against Celtic Because it was a, Celtic it was one way traffic and, he, and he's got three substitutes to use And he doesn't make a substitution Until about 84, 85 minutes at Celtic Park Which was Surprising for me What else did you make of it last night Gav Obviously a number of chances um, I mean a frustrating night Is that how you would sum it up? I was a bit disappointed in Morelos to be honest Because he had like 8 chances in goal And, and couldn't put any of them in it But uh, I think it's kind of It's a rocky patch for the wee man But I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping the rest of the season Doesn't, he, doesn't go the same way the, the Hibs game went um, But I, I'm, I'm hoping he Gets his act together For the next couple of games That's coming up what about this then Because I, I've seen both sides of this On social media Gordon Of course you can point At the chances Morelos missed But most of those chances He made himself Yeah And I he th- makes himself A real nuisance So does he not deserve credit For that? I think he does I thought he was a bit Unlucky not to find The target last night He did He created a lot of good chances For himself um, And just a little bit of, You know 
bad finishing at the end. He was he, he, he never got on the the, the, the score. Uh, but I thought his overall play was very good, Gordon. Um, even Neil Lennon said today he was a handful. Um, but you take confidence from that because you'd rather see that than thinking my striker's not getting an opportunity to put the ball in the back of the net. So on another day, he'll probably score a, a, a couple of goals. But, but the, it just wasn't his night. The other it? guys have to step up. I mean, Morelos isn't going to score every week. You look at the chance, I mean, McCauley has, you know, he, he has to put that in the back of the net. Tavernier, one that's not shy in the penalty box, he knows how to score goals, he totally fluffs his chance. So when your main guy's not scoring, mm-hmm. others have to step up. Thanks to Gavin Drumchapel. It's 01419511025 to join us on the phone. So let's hear from you. Stephen Gerrard isn't pointing the finger at his players after last night. It was obviously a goalless draw, um, which means Rangers stay at the top of the Premiership was cut short again. But the Rangers boss was focusing on the positives. I thought the performance was there. I thought we, we were excellent um, for the majority of the game. So really pleased and proud of the performance. Uh, disappointed in the results, obviously, because we've... We've been so dominant and created the best chances in the first half, the best chances in the second half. We've done everything but we'll find that breakthrough. And that is something that we want and we need to improve on that ruthlessness in front of goal. Not just tonight, always. Um, but sometimes you've got to hold your hand up and say, we found a keeper, a sub-keeper tonight who's come on and, and, and bailed his team out on probably four or five occasions. Um, you know, you can't be too critical of players. We're, we're creating these chances, we're getting in really uh, good opportunities to score. And... You know the reason we're top of the league before the game is probably because of Alfredo, and, and he's the one who's had the chances tonight. So we're, we're not critical. Um, we're really pleased with the performance, the game plan. We we asked the players to defend perfectly tonight. That was nearly there, and going forward, we caused them all kinds of problems. I mean, James is a Rangers fan in Scotston. What did you make of it, James? How are you doing, guys? Yeah, good. Thanks. Um, I thought it's one of the better performances we've had this season. Um. The last call I ever saw about the, the substitutions that Rangers made, I just I feel that bringing on Middleton in that situation wasn't the right call. I'd like to have seen Lafferty come on instead. I thought that would have been a better idea. But um, I was just going to think what you guys thought about that. Well, that's <coughs> it's up to the manager, James. Uh, we've all got our own opinions. Yeah, and that's what I, James wants to hear. I he wants to br- hear yours. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. I would have brought Lafferty on. Uh, bit of difference Bit of height there And went two up top But you, <laughs> You're struggling <laughs> <laughs> He's you're just right. looking at me there His eyes were watering I yeah. thought you, you were going to have to bail him out no, I, I was just looking him no. On you go <laughs> Keep going I'm interested <laughs> No James is right I've got my voice back unfortunately But uh, no I would have I'd have probably If it was my decision I'd have thrown Lafferty on I like Middleton I think he can make an impact But with six minutes to go, I think it was a hard shift for a young yeah. lad. And I think that looking at that game last night, as much as Rangers were a better side, I think a point there in the circumstances away from home, especially after Hibbs fully confidence of beating Celtic, I thought it was a good point. I think the man, Rangers manager's right. Disappointed not picking three points up, but it's a point and it keeps him in there. And there's a lot, as Mark says, there's a lot of... Uh, important games coming up with Stephen Gerrard and you're chatting about bringing Lafferty on you're you're saying go two up top you may be right he has to change the shape but Stephen Gerrard what I've seen him very rarely changes the shape you know it's like for like winger for winger you very rarely see him go away from that kind of 4-3-3 formation and that's a surprising thing he seems to just stick with that formation and hope just by changing a player here and there that'll work 
But again, I, I've got to agree with James. I thought Rangers were impressive last night, and they just missed that final wee bit of quality uh, in the penalty box. James, you want to come back in? I just, um, I think also we were saying about it is an impressive point because they're they're on a massive high after their result against Celtic. We were obviously coming off a a good result, but a disappointing performance against Hamilton. I thought what we done was. The performance was better, but the result wasn't so much. And you were saying, obviously, about Gerard very rarely changes the shape. We've seen that this season when we've found it difficult to break a lot of teams down. We kind of run out of ideas. If plan A is not working, it's just we'll keep trying plan A until it does work. Um, where James is right, Gordon, is that the performance was certainly one of the best in a number of weeks. And that will please Rangers fans because as much as they got the job done against Hamilton... Um, there were still some question marks over the, the performance Same again obviously if you're going back to the Dundee game and so on So th- the performance was there And of course stating the obvious you prefer three points But you can see why there's not a great deal of disappointment Around the way they played last night No and they shouldn't be Gordon Because uh, you know Easter Road's a difficult place to go um, And I thought Rangers played very well Created chance after chance Morelis unfortunately couldn't get one in the back of the net and I think they'll walk away from that game knowing it was going to always got to be a difficult uh, game for them at Easter Road with a point and say, well, look, if we keep playing the way we played to, uh, today, tonight, sorry, then I'm sure the results in the three points will come with it. All right, thanks to James and Scott. And let's hear from you, though. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Odson Edward off injured last night. And could Tom Rogic... Be missing from the old firm game coming up as well. We'll look at those situations and hear from you after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Let's hear from you on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, John Paul Monaghan says, delighted with the new deal for McGregor. Yeah, get your thoughts in on that. Cal McGregor signing a new deal. Uh, that's him, Tierney Christie, Forrest Chapman. He's, he's rhymed off quite a number of players who've signed long term deals. Just shows Roger's commitment to Celtic and his vision for the future. Hopefully, Boyata is next. And as I was looking through Twitter here, I can see a lot of um, likes and, and retweets coming in. For a picture of you two Wearing Christmas jumpers Daft Santa hats mm-hmm. And it says above it Mean Tweets Volume 2 Coming soon Ooh. You've been doing a bit of filming this afternoon oh, yes. Yeah yeah. And let me tell you It's worth waiting for All I'm going to say is I learn things about Gordon DL's <laughs> Body That I never ever wanted to hear when I, when I was watching the them recording this One earlier. of the funniest I cannot stop laughing when I heard this Yes we will get Mean Tweets Volume 2 Coming soon to a Magnificent a, a small screen near you Anyway on the phones it's 01419511025 um, Celtic obviously winning last night 3-0 comfortable I'm not sure if you can say that the shine was taken off it Mark Wilson I don't know if it's as strong as that But an injury to Odds on Edward Everyone knows Celtic's Striking situation at the moment Dembele yeah. gone Lee Griffiths with his off-field problems uh, Now this injury to Edouard With that Rangers game uh, looming So let's hear from Brendan Rodgers on that one Yeah we just see He just felt it tight in Rene's abductor So uh, it's been unfortunate for Hudson he's, he's had to play a lot more games Than I would have wanted him to have played uh, Because of you know him being really the only striker But, uh, but we've got other players that can fill in And uh, we'll, uh, we'll always come up with a team That we think can Get a result So uh, But hopefully it'll be okay Listen I know it's not all about that game But but let's be honest He's got 
nine days yeah. to get fit for the Rangers yeah. game. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And even you know, I'm I'm thinking about Aberdeen as well because that's that's mm-hmm. a big game, especially you know, away the from form there on recently. Form there on, it's it's a big game to go into without a recognised striker. He was a one. He was a one player Celtic didn't want injured, and what happens? He, he picks up something. Brendan Rodgers will be hoping it's it's not too serious but it just highlights the problem that Brendan Rodgers has that he's been going on about from the start of the season when he lost in Bailey he was left with too little time to do anything about it really nobody could have foreseen the Lee Griffiths situation but still Brendan Rodgers always said he needed three strikers and now he's got none so it, it's an amazing turn of events uh, in, in four or five months at Celtic start the season with three Top strikers One nine million One it goes for 20 million And And Scotland's Probably number nine And We're going into The end of December And they don't have any It's a A remarkable situation And one that Really has to be addressed In the transfer window Yeah let's hear from you On that issue then 01419511025 Celtic fans What what does Celtic do In the next couple of games Who who plays up there If Odson Edward can't And how big a blow would it be If he couldn't make that Rangers game Another one Gordon um, And this is a, a very much watch this space Celtic do remain hopeful But there is a serious possibility That Tom Rogic will miss the Rangers game Due to international duty Now Australia are playing In the Asian Cup um, And they want him They want him to play In the game over I think it's in Dubai actually The match Um Celtic do say discussions are still ongoing So the f- he's free to play on Boxing Day um, Of course that game takes place against Rangers on the 29th And at the moment it's not been decided That that would worry Celtic fans would it not? And yeah. it would please Rangers fans I'm yeah, sure Yeah it certainly would um, Because the one thing He always seems to keep his best games for Rangers He's a goal threat as well I've always said in this programme On his game On his game He's the best midfield player in Scotland uh, In my opinion and I think it would be a massive miss. Um, and, you know, even if you're looking at him going away, you're looking at Edwards, as Mark was saying there as well, uh, leave Celtic not the strongest. So I, I think Rangers fans and everybody concerned will be hoping that he's away with Australia. Joe's in Crookston. What's on your mind tonight, Joe? Uh, good evening. Hello. Um, I was listening to the, the comments about Odds and Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps not being fit for Irox. Uh, Austin Edwards has been fired in an all-star unfortunately anyway and uh, I believe Celtic get plenty of firepower elsewhere within the team to more than go to Ibrox where you get a result But when you go Joe um, to teams like and, and Mark was saying earlier you'll get away with it at home against no disrespect the Dundees and Motherwell for instance last night but when you go away to Aberdeen difficult ground you're going to Ibrox three days later, you know, in a massive game, then you want a recognised centre forward. You'll get away with Mikey Johnston coming in and playing or James Forrest coming through the middle. I'm sure Brendan Rodgers and his medical team will be doing everything in their power to have him ready. And I know what you're saying, that he's not playing at his best just now, but he is a natural centre forward. Yeah, you need a focal point up there. Someone who understands how to play the position, how to occupy centre-halves. And... You know, not being harsh on Mikey Johnson, I don't think he can do that. You know, I don't think he knows the position well enough. He's a he's a very talented player, uh, and wide, and he showed he can, you know, he can play and come off the, the striker. But if you're going to Petodre and you're going to Ibrox, you're wanting a guy who can hold the ball up for you because it's it's going to be difficult at times. 
You know, it's not all, all going to be nice football um, and one twos like Mikey Johnson's good at. You're going to need somebody strong up there. So it's a big loss. And Tom Rogic as well. So if you're taking Edward out the side and Tom Rogic, that's taking a lot away from, from Celtic going forward. Well, I feel that Tom Rogic will play at yeah. uh, Ibrox because Celtic have a relationship with the Australian national squad. And uh, I, I, I don't think you'll miss the game. I think you'll be there. And uh, uh, well, it'll be the same for Hibs, I'd imagine, as well. They're missing a, a good few players of, of that supply to, to Celtic. So I'd imagine they'll be, they'll be battling to get their players as well. Um, I think they should be allowed to play. Like it's the 29th. I don't think the Australia games for, for a wee while after that. But to to take a, a player out of a game of that importance, I think is crazy. And if I was Tom Rogic, the way he's played in this fixture, mm. I'd be fighting every every inch of the way to, uh, to stay. I mean, Hibs fans won't be happy at this either, Gordon, because mm. it actually affects Martin Boyle, Mark Milligan and Jamie McLaren potentially. And uh, they've got an Edinburgh derby as well. Yeah. So uh, it's... it's it's affecting more than just Tom Rogic And three big players Potentially for, Yeah, three big pl- players for Hibs So it'll be interesting to see If Celtic do get their own way With Tom Rogic staying And playing in the in the Celtic Rangers game And if I was Neil Lennon I'd be doing everything in my power To try and get my three boys Staying as well Because as, as you said there Gordon It's uh, the biggest game um, In the club With Hibs and Hearts The Derby and you want you want your team to be full strength. So it's interesting to see how the two managers play this over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Patrick and Royston, what what do you think? There is still work to be done in this. It may not come oh, to anything, okay, but would okay, would, okay. would Tom Rogic's absence from the Rangers game concern you? Does it concern me at the moment? Yes, it does. It does concern me. But Celtic Celtic recently have went to Ibrox and done really well. So I can, I can just see it being a, a lot 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 tighter than it been what it has been. Rangers have vastly improved. Uh, 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 obviously, the, the league will tell you that. But uh, Celtic have done well at Ibrox, and, and I just hope odds and Edwards fit because we, we didn't have a, 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 a striker up there. And it's, I think it's too much to play like Forest through the middle and again with uh, Ibrox. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you play Forest through the middle, the thing is, you're taking away Forrest from his best position where he's probably been player of the season so far in that wide position where he scored a lot of his goals from and you're asking him to do a job that's really unnatural to him so Celtic have done well at Ibrox I think they've won the last four there but it's with Tom Rogic on the side mm. and we are recognised striker on the side like I say I've said that a number of times Gordon talks are still ongoing you would want Tom Rogic for any big game but recently there's just something about that fixture which has made him come alive yeah, yeah, and um, he's, he, you know, Rangers will be sick of the sight of him. Um, he's got goals in him when he plays in that fixture as well. He just seems to love playing in it. Um, there's something about it. Everybody, we've been very fortunate to play in Celtic Rangers games, Rangers Celtic, and it's a, a terrific game to play in. And Tom Rogic seems to save his best for that one. So I think. If Celtic didn't have him in the team, I think he would be a massive loss to Celtic going to Ibrox. Patrick, back on top of the league, there to stay or more twists and turns to come? Oh, I think more, more twists and turns, obviously. More twists and turns. Uh, I think I think there'll be a lot of, no, I think there'll be a lot of injuries over the campaign. They'd be in December and January with the fixture list. I think there'll be a lot of injuries for both for both teams, Celtic and Rangers. And not that not right enough Kilmarnock. Look at Steve Clark, look at Clay Steve Clark's done at Kilmarnock. He's sitting he's sitting at like joint second, is it? 
Yeah, it was on the, what is it? Well, the third, yeah. Three points between he's, fourth. He's done absolutely fabulous. Yeah. If, if you were to say Kilmarnock, uh, the Kilmarnock fans are new much as in wondering where they go this guy for. Because he's done absolutely tremendous for uh, Kilmarnock. And I just think the league this season is great to see five, six teams all fighting for like, a, a, a few points to, to get top of the league. But get back to my own team, I can see Celtic winning the league, but I don't think it'll be as easy as the, the, rest, the, the last few seasons have been. Hmm. No, I, I'd, I'd, I'd have to agree point. with that. I, I think when you look at it just now, 20th of December... Three like points between the top four. Yeah, uh, and we're forgetting about Aberdeen. You know, Aberdeen. Celtic we were, with a game in hand over the other three. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Four, yeah. I mean, we're we're kind of uh, uh, we were slotting Aberdeen early on, saying you know where are they and they're out the top six, three points off well, the top, one point behind Kilmarnock. Who yes. everybody mm. and, and rightly so. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Kilmarnock, but if you talk about perception, the mm. perception is Kilmarnock are flying and Aberdeen have been stuttering. Yeah. But they're one point between <laughs> them, having played the same amount of and games. And then when you think we're we're chatting about uh, the Rangers Celtic game on the 29th and all, mm. it's tight at the top. Well, Celtic have to go to Petordry before that, so I mean that's going to be a mm. a tough tough game as well. So. You know, it's so exciting. Um, I agree with Patrick there. Uh, I think Celtic will have enough to win the league in the end, but it certainly is going to be a lot tighter than it has been in years. Thank gone by. you to Patrick in Royston. Ian's on. He says, if fit, it would be Ryan Christie that would play up front anyway and not Forrest. Um, back to the game at Easter Road last night. Were Hibs lucky to keep 11 men on the pitch? Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. You're both in agreement? Oh, Ryan Porteous's yeah, challenge Yeah And I think that even His manager uh, Knew He was very lucky To stay in the pitch He was a young lad He went in Flying into the tackle He was so late Reckless uh, I was astonished I was astonished He wasn't given the red card uh, Gordon So he's got away with one now Let's hear from you on that Any refereeing decisions That, that caught your, your eye last night I know there were a couple 01419511025 Let's hear from the managers On that tackle First of all Neil Lennon He's lucky. Uh, well, look, I haven't seen it again, but it, it's an aspect of his game that doesn't please me. Um, it's not the way we coach him. He's got good attributes. He may be fortunate that on another day that could have been a red. So he needs to take that out of his game. I don't mind a tackle, but if you if you leave the ground, you're asking for for trouble at times. I was upset with Portis's tackle. Um, because he hasn't tried to play the ball, the ball's gone. He's coming high towards the knee. Look, he's, he's a young player in Scotland, and I don't like talking about these incidents after the game, but the reality is the referee is three yards away, and that was a very, very dangerous tackle. In my book, in Neil Lennon's book, in anyone's book, that was... Both managers handled that pretty well. Yeah. In the sense, you know, Stephen Gerrard was critical without being over the top, and Neil yeah. Lennon actually admitting... Yeah, you know, my own player, I didn't like it and he could have been sent off. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's no getting away from, from it, you know, you, you have to be honest in situations like that. Um, I like Porus. I, I think he's a, a real good player. I think he's a, he's got a, a bright future in the game and he plays the game the right way, but that was over the top, that, that tackle, and he just needs to be careful going forward. Jamie's a Rangers fan on the line. What did you take away from it last night, Jamie? I mean, I assume as a Rangers fan, you thought that should have been a red card. Listen, there's no doubt it was a red card. Even your guys on the air are saying that. I mean, I've got a wee couple of points, right? Mm-hmm. Refereeing. The referee last night, red card, definitely. Penalty, definitely. 
Nude Vishab needed a penalty to win the match. I mean, 21 goal, 21 shots or something in 15 target. Rangers definitely need somebody to put the ball in the back of the net. We, we were lucky against Hamilton. We couldn't have scored against Dundee. That's all points dropped that Rangers should have in the bag. Rangers should be well away for Celtic in the top of the league. And I don't care what MD says. Well, I think I think they've got someone that can put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. And I know he didn't have the greatest time last uh, last night at Easter Road as Morelos because he's, he's, he's proved that he can score goals. I think where the Rangers need is people from midfield. I don't think they've got enough midfield players chip in with the goals to help Morelos, yeah. especially after the night the boy had last night. What about that penalty call? Um, Jamie says definitely a penalty. Interestingly, um, Stephen Gerrard actually didn't think it was a penalty. Hmm. Um, remember, he said there was a bit of a lean into it, but the connection was on the shoulder, so no. Well, I mean, when I, I saw it from behind, yeah, you think it definitely it was? looks like yeah. he's motioned his arm uh, up and you run the risk. Um, so that's interesting from Stephen Gerrard. Does that, that, does that surprise you, Jamie, that, that your manager didn't seem to think it was a penalty? Well, he seemed to feel that, that see if you watch it on the TV, like, don't get me wrong, right? Referees have only got a split decision, right? Mm-hmm. But see when you see it clearly, the guy, it was number five, his name Mulligan or. Yeah, Mulligan. Yeah. Aye. The guy Mulligan clearly put his arm up to block the ball. Mm-hmm. He clearly put his arm up. I, um, I, I was surprised, Jamie, that Stephen Gerrard would say, because. I'm with Martin this one um, The lad doesn't need to put his arm up there He's put it up to stop the ball For me it's Aye, a penalty kick It's a penalty Yeah, yeah I agree with that Jimmy But unfortunately the the referee doesn't agree with it So it's his decision Okay, thank you to Jimmy in Balonic Give me your thoughts on Callum McGregor He's the latest to sign a new long-term deal with Celtic A five-year deal And says he'll happily stay there for the rest of his career Tell us what you like about Callum McGregor Why you're happy Or otherwise That he's signed that long-term deal We'll get to that after this Yes, we still have a life-changing amount of money to give to you And you really are now running out of time You're going to have to be quick In fact, tonight is your last chance to get involved really To win £20,000 before Christmas I was out pounding the streets in the rain Mark Wilson finishing the Christmas shopping Twenty grand would have come in handy I will tell you that Um, Now, you could have the £20,000 paid right into your bank account When the lines close at 9am tomorrow morning So... I can't understand why you would waste any time Get to it right now Text the word YES to 61025 That's YES to 61025 And you could have that 20 grand before Christmas It's a no-brainer You can only enter and win if you live in Glasgow and the West uh, So like us, you've got a G, M, L, F, K, P, A or K, A in your postcode You must also be over 18 The text costs £2 And the T's and C's in online entry are at Clyde1.com Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Give us a call, speak to Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Tell us what is on your mind. Two big games last night, lots of talking points and some big football stories today as well. So let's hear from you. 01419511025. And if you would prefer Twitter, then we are at Clyde SSB. Um 
What about Callum McGregor then? He says he'll happily be a one-club player As he's living the dream at Celtic uh, The midfielder signed a new five-year deal today And next year it will be ten years Since he joined as a teenager uh, He says he looks at captain Scott Brown Hitting 500 appearances last night And uh, he fancies a bit of that success If I can do that then You know, I would be I would be absolutely delighted You see Bruni last night You know, getting to 500 appearances And you know, that's a testament to his attitude, his quality, everything about him, you know, his mentality. So for me to, to aspire to something like that, then, you know, I would be I'd be very proud of that as well. Especially over the last twelve months, eighteen months, then, you know, it's been a big period for me. I've I've really came to the floor in terms of performances and, you know, helping the team. So, you know, to be, as you say, sort of established now and, you know, a real part of it then is again something I'm proud of and, and something I want to continue going forward. I'm still relatively young and, you know, I feel good as well, um, mentally, physically Everything's going well So you know I just want to keep pushing on and, and keep trying to become A better player Now as we were discussing earlier Celtic might have to cope Without their only recognised striker After Odson Edward Went off injured um, We know that McGregor's versatile What about that? Does he fancy giving that one a go? I think the only one Who's not played goalkeeper yet I think So I think Craig gave it a watch out <laughs> <laughs> Have you played striker? No I've been moving it To play striker the next week though. Well that was I knew that was coming eh? <laughs> so It's obviously You know It's not an ideal situation That we're in but um, you know, hopefully it comes through okay first and foremost. But if not, then you know we've we've got a couple of different options. We can we can maybe try and, and see how that works. But um, it's a bit you know the, the strength of the squad now. We'll see boys really need to step up to the floor. And, and as you say, with it, a recognised striker, then everybody will need to sort of chip in and and hopefully we can get goals for other places. If he needs me to play up front, then I'll I'll have a wee run of it and see what happens. <laughs> he probably won't get asked to play there. But on a serious note. It's versatility like that Which has made him so popular yeah. And has seen him be rewarded With this five year yeah. deal I mean he's he's turned into Such a huge player For Celtic over the last Year 18 months Like you said there um, Played in a number of positions I mean left back Holding midfielder Attacking midfielder o- Off a side um, And the, the goals he scores as well Big goals um, He's scored for the club So you're right He, he could probably play up there um, I think it's a great move for Celtic You know, tying him up I was there when he came through as a kid And he was more a winger um, Had the loan spell at Notts County of course Loan spell, I, I think, really helped him we, we chat about loans all the time And does it really benefit players? Well, I think Callum McGregor's one That uh, obviously did benefit He played in some big grounds down there I remember him playing at Anfield um, Came back up And you're wondering how much a part of Celtic He was going to be when he came back up um, and, and Ronnie Dyer You've got to say Really pushed him on And, and gave him his chance Calm certainly uh, took it But to do it again Under a new manager And then to become One of the the First names in the team sheet Is tough mm. And he's, he's certainly excelled And at a national level also Peter Zanerskine Peter as a Celtic fan How much does Callum McGregor impress you? Uh, on McGregor? Yes How much does he impress you? Yeah, uh, immensely I'll tell you uh, I'll hold my hands up right now and tell you, cut a year ago, I didn't think Callum McGregor had the ball to play for Celtic. And I think 90% of Celtic fans, if they're honest with us, I would say the same. But now, he'd be one of the first on my team sheet. Gordon, I, I, I think we've, covered, we've covered off versatility. What else is making him such a key part at the moment, Gordon? He's just improved his overall game, Gordon. And speaks volumes for the boy when... He was keeping Scott Brown and Encham out the team 
because of that formation and he was the number one pick it went in there what's his main strength I mean you say overall game I think I think, I think he's a great um, he reads the game brilliantly and I think he's a terrific passer of the ball he can open up defences uh, he's very good at running at you as well uh, very difficult to get the ball off I just think his overall game has, has improved immensely I'm, I'm with Peter about two years ago I didn't th- Never thought that Callum McGregor would be number one choice, but he certainly is, and the boy deserves it because he's very been... rarely gives the ball away. Yeah, that's his main strength, and that's that's um, that's a big point. If you want to play Brendan Rodgers' side, you have to keep possession, and he's the one guy I think for Celtic you can give him the ball, and you know he's keeping it at, uh, and he's so influential in that that holding role. Yeah, I mean, and you talk about the the way that Celtic are perhaps relying on him, certainly from from a Scotland perspective as well. It's the 20th of December And Callum McGregor has played 41 Incredible. games this season That's unbelievable That mm. is unbelievable now, 41 I, I, was chatting, I was chatting to producer David About it at the weekend How I in my career I think the top amount of games I played Was something like 34, 35 and, You know I had one or two niggles And I thought That was a long season To play mm. that amount of games In the 20th of December uh, just shows you how fit he is, and he, but he keeps producing. He, he never looks tired, Callum McGregor. Whether other other players do, they look like they need a wee rest. He certainly doesn't. Uh, Peter, who was on the line, has cut off a couple of times, and every time I think I've got him back, he, he disappears again. Um, but it's in the bigger picture, Gordon, in terms of a, a strategy from Celtic, he is just the latest in a long line of players who they are tying up on long term deals. Clearly, trying to. To look after the future essentially Whether that's because they're going to stay there for a long time Or whether that it's because they're going to be moved on for money at some point Well it, 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 Celtic are now in control of Callum McGregor They've got him on this long term contract The boys has already stated he wants to stay with Celtic That's great news I think it's a terrific bit of business Especially when the English Premier League teams are sniffing about It was well documented that Bournemouth were very keen on him uh, But I didn't think for one minute he would go there. I think that Celtic's a better option for him. He, he's just a lad that if you watch him playing football, and I know you, you're saying they're 40-odd games, he enjoys playing football, Gorn. He just loves playing for a Celtic, and he loves playing football. And when Mark's right, he's a terrific player. Uh, Peter's back. We lost him a couple of times. On you go, Peter. Hi there. Hello. Sorry, I'm not through. Hi. Uh, I don't know what you got from me. No, well, listen. We, we, we certainly got. We, yeah, we got most of your point about Callum McGregor. If you want to just carry on, for, if you had another point yeah. to make, that's fine. Yeah, I've got another point. Uh, it was just on your last call there. Um, he was saying that uh, Rangers have lost a, a few points. We know having a goal scoring uh, striker. I just I thought, I thought that was a bit laughable. I mean, that's what I was saying. Uh, we had generally the uh, Buffon and goal. We've been there with the goal the night against Salzburg. If we had Messi in the midfield, we would be uh, running Europe. It's they've no got a goal scoring. Peter, you might you might not you might not agree, Peter, which is absolutely fine because loads of people loads of people will will be like you, but you you, you would at least understand that whilst the points gap is so small, you can at least see why Rangers fans would wouldn't consider that the gap was huge. No, I never said anything about the gap. What the point was that they've 
uh, the caller made was if they had a, a striker they could put. put uh, oh no no I got that. It's that I got that It's when you went It's when you went on To say Celtic Were miles ahead Of everyone in the league And again I'm not saying That you're wrong I'm just talking about Whilst it remains One point between them Yes a game in hand You can see why There's a bit of yeah. Optimism On the yeah, other side uh, Of course uh, In terms of A goal scoring striker Rangers do have one He's the top goal scorer In the league um, The problem for Rangers Is Behind that, that. Behind that mm-hmm. They've got nobody to, to add goals to Celtic have got guys like James Forrest, who I think has scored what sixteen goals or something and about that. Um, coming off a wide area, they've got Edward, they've got Rogic who scores goals. Rangers rely heavily on Morelos, and when he doesn't put the ball in the back of the net, they struggle. Beat the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Thanks to Peter on the line It is time for Beat the Pundit Now I know there's a school of thought out there That sometimes you've got A good A better chance On a Thursday night Because Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale Are, are prone to A bit of daftness Sometimes Sometimes hmm. And I'm going to offer this Without any comment All I'm going to remind you of Is that last night Was the Clyde <laughs> One Christmas party Get the ball signed <laughs> That is all I'm saying So if you fancy it tonight yeah. You might never get a better chance yeah. 01419511025 That's the number you need for Beat the Pundit And you need it now Because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Now you may have noticed Recently we've been Speaking to a number of players Who are coming here to Glasgow To play in the Star Sixes We had Michael Owen on last night A very interesting discussion With the former England striker Uh, We're going to speak to Pierre Van Hoydonk Very soon Mark Wilson was telling us That he was Pierre's biggest fan When he was younger Certainly was So he's absolutely delighted His face is redder than usual Um, Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to that after we do this Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Beat the Pundit up first though Mark and Gordon both standing by Like I say Interesting to see this performance After the Clyde One Christmas party last night uh, One of them is going to be up against Stephen Who's a Rangers fan from Govan You must be fancying your chances tonight Stephen Always Always That's what I like to hear We're feeling a bit jaded Stephen (laughs) (laughs) You look it If you don't mind me saying Uh, Anyway right Stephen I'm going to toss the coin Heads you are up against Mark Wilson And tails You will be up against Gordon DL And it's heads Mark Wilson up against Stephen from Gordon So let me (laughs) (laughs) uh, Let me give uh, Gordon a bit uh, Mark a bit of Clyde 2 in his ear So that he doesn't know What you're saying And we'll get the clock up And running Stephen you've got 30 seconds You're going head to head The secret is you can Pass um, he, In fact I'll tell you what Do you know what helps I find on Beat the Pundit Is if you've got the questions If you've got If you've got the right questions Because these are Last night's questions That's no use to anyone Is it? Nah Mark Wilson you're, you're oblivious to all this Aren't you? I've got the questions now what happened there? <laughs> He's not got the question. I've got them now. It's all good. It's all good. Right, you ready? Uh, let's put Mark Wilson back to Clyde 2. Ready to go, Stephen? Yep. Let's do it. Which domestic trophy did Derek McInnes not win while with Rangers? The League Cup. Um, Marcus Haber is currently on loan at Falkirk from which Premiership side? One How much money have Rangers been fined after criticising Willie Collum? 
£6,000. Who was the manager of Hearts immediately before Robbie Nielsen? North Burley. Callum McGregor's extended his Celtic contract to which year? Five years, so 2022. <laughs> which Scottish Premiership managers received a five-game ban after ranting about the referee? Levine. Uh, okay, let me bring Mark Wilson back. Are you with us? Yeah, I'm back. Right, yeah. same set of questions okay. to you. You ready? Yep. Okay. Which domestic trophy did Derek McInnes not win while at Rangers? Scottish Cup. Marcus Haber is currently on loan at Falkirk from which Premiership side? Dundee. How much money have Rangers been fined for criticising Willie Collum? Who was the manager of Hearts immediately before Robbie Nielsen? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Callum McGregor has extended his Celtic contract till which year? 2023 And which Scottish Premiership managers received a five game ban after a referee Stephen Robinson okay. <sighs> A few of them have... What do you think Stephen? Uh, <laughs> blue I think <laughs> You think so? <laughs> That's what I like to hear <laughs> I, was, I was at Easter Road last night so I'm the same, a bit rough <laughs> right, let's go through them anyway First one, which domestic trophy did Derek McInnes not win well with Rangers? Stephen knew it, it was a League Cup and you didn't I know, uh, Rod Wallace in the Scottish Cup Honestly. The Rod Wallace game uh, Marcus Haber is currently on loan at Falkirk From which Premiership side it is Dundee yes. So Mark Wilson equalises How much have Rangers been fined after the criticism of Willie Collum? It is £6,000, you both got it right, you both go on to two all Who was the manager of Hearts immediately before Robbie Nielsen? Shabo Lazzle? Is it Lazzle? Gary Locke Oh Was it? Yeah um, Callum McGregor's extended his Celtic contract to which year? Stephen I liked your thinking You're like well five years and So add on five to 2018 And then you come up with 2022 Which is four years So Mark Wilson got <laughs> it at 2023 He goes into the lead And I'm afraid he stretches it Because yes. it is Stephen Robinson Who's been given that ban So it was a good start Stephen but yes. he's, he's done you in the end Hungover victory <laughs> <laughs> Love it Hardline Stephen Oh okay Stephen Good man The sign ball oh, stays yeah. where it is I you was under a bit pressure there So was I When I turned over the sheet And had last night's questions But I think we got there Yeah Do you think yeah. anyone noticed? No. No, no Of course no, not at all uh, Great stuff Right I'm pleased to say We are joined on the line By former Celtic striker Pierre Van Hoydonk Pierre thanks for joining us How are you? I'm fine Thank you very much Yourself? Yes, very well. Now you, Pierre, are returning to Glasgow. I'm sure um, it still holds a, a special place for you. You're back at the SSE Hydro for the Star Sixes in early January. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, very much. You know, of course, uh, returning back to Glasgow is always a nice thing. To see some uh, some former friends and teammates and, uh, yeah, to play football uh, in front of, uh, yeah, quite a, quite a crowd that... Uh, yeah, it's very exciting for me at the moment. We've been asking all the former players this, Pierre. How's the fitness? What, what sort of level are you at compared to what you used to be? Uh, <laughs> if I, uh, I think the fitness is quite good. I mean, the, the legs are okay, um, but but of course the the lungs, uh, yeah, don't have the same uh, capacity as they had when uh, yeah when when you were a player and training. Uh, Every single day of the week Now of course you're going to be in a rest of the world team So you're going to have the likes of Robert Pires in your team um, Then some names that we know from our time in Scotland Marco Negri, George Alberts, Stylian Petrov That's quite a team you've got together Do you fancy your chances? 
Yes, uh, I think we have some very good players uh, in our team. Um, not so many defenders, though. Uh, but uh, yeah, we have we have good players. So I think Ronald De Boer is is going to be there as well. Uh, uh, Albert, uh, you mentioned Robert Pires, Mengeta. Yeah, they they are class players. So it's always uh, always good to play alongside these players. And then, of course, if you come up against Scotland, you're going to face some of your old pals, Simon Donnelly, Jackie McNamara. Will you be? I'm going to kick them. <laughs> you're going to kick them. You're going to be looking to yeah, get, yeah. get one over on them. Yeah, I, I, I've got to. I've got to know that. You know, it's, it's first of all, you know, it's uh, it's always nice to to see these guys again. Uh, they're good friends as well, uh, and and in these uh, friendly games, we always, as former players, everybody pretends. Not to take it too seriously, but as soon as the referee blows a whistle, then, yeah, uh, we become player again. Um, and now, of course, you're returning to Glasgow. It's a bit of a different crowd. I accept that. But how, how much are you looking forward to get back in front of a, a Glasgow support again? I know you had such a, a good relationship with them when you played here. No, very much. Uh, I mean, uh, although it was only two years that I actually played in uh, in Glasgow, uh, it felt longer. And, and returning back in a side that that has Rangers players and Celtic players uh, in it as well makes it uh, makes it special and and uh, shows that that uh, after all, you know, uh, players get on with things very easily. I know you manage to come over from time to time. How much do you manage to stay in touch with Celtic or, or how they're performing, the results, and so on? No, I, I keep following the results, of course. You know, uh, I do that with with all the clubs uh, I play for, so that's uh, it's quite a job, but uh, but I manage. Uh, but but yeah, they they uh, haven't got the same the same kind of season that they had over the last uh, recent years. So yeah, it's it looks that it's going to be uh, a tight game this time. Yeah, of course. Listen, you you played at a time when it was. Against a, an extremely good Rangers side And things were, were, were very tight do, do you think a, a bit of increased competition this season May even bring out the best in Celtic? Um, I think it's always uh, It's always good to have competition and, and at the end of the day You're always hoping that you end up at the winning side But uh, you need competition uh, The country needs uh, uh, serious competition uh, Because yeah, from from a crowd perspective, uh, it becomes a a boring league, and I think uh, it has been a bo- quite a boring league over the last couple of years. Uh, so now uh, it seems uh, much tighter, and at the end of the day, that is much more exciting for everybody. Great stuff, Pierre. Thank you for taking time. I know you're a busy man, so thank you for joining us, and we'll see you back in Glasgow at the start of January. Definitely. Oh, good luck, guys. Good man, that was Pierre Van Hoydonk coming back to Glasgow, the SSE Hydro. You mm. two have still not had the call, have you? <sighs> Phone, maybe no, change your number, or is that. No, I don't, I, I don't think that call's coming. I, st- I've, I've, I've given up now. <laughs> the, so star, the Star Six is at the <laughs> SSE Hydro, 4th to the 6th of January. Fantastic competition, so get yourself along there and watch guys like Pierre Van Hoydonk. We had uh, Michael Owen on the phone last night. We, we heard from Robert Pires a while back. He, he said Hugh Evans was a specky tube in, yeah. in a French accent. What's well, what, yeah. what not but to I mean, love? Some players, yeah. I mean, that's, that's worth going 
going to see. I mean, some of the names on there. And I you, used to love it. I mean, you I used to love a proper going, fanboy there. Well, when you said Peter yeah. was coming on the phone, oh, I used to see his face. face. Yeah, but I'll, what a player he was. He was a proper centre forward. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know that what really disappointed me? He just ignored you, didn't he? He, didn't, he, didn't, <laughs> he never he even well. my, my good friend Mark in the studio. I'd like to wish him a merry Christmas. I tell you what, he get blanked. I've got. I, I'm blanked. I've genuinely got photos. Me as a ten-year-old boy with Pierre really? and, and the training ground. Yeah. What yeah. are the memories? I, I used to go and watch him train at Strathclyde Park doing pre-season, um, and seen him doing all the running. And uh, I've got uh, a photo of him. And Tommy Burns uh, And I'm there Wee boy with my football Was he your favourite player? Pierre Aye I, I loved that front three You know De Canio Cadet Was in there as well Around about that era was, uh... Did you play with uh, Mark? Oh, I've just told you I got a photo he was When 10. I was a wee boy Oh so you did He doesn't listen He It's been a long day I think he's trying to catch you out there With his usual His <laughs> usual joke About how many players you've played oh, with yeah. Right back to you on the phones Let's hear from you 01419511025 John is in Court Bridge What's on your mind tonight John? Hi guys how you doing? Yeah, uh, that's, that's not a, a legend, mate. If you're not there, obviously, man, you must be playing, man. You are the legend, mate. Know John, what I mean, John, I, I agree with you, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm I'm not in my fittest just now. <laughs> especially especially, especially today. <laughs> no, I've come on here a few times, guys, right? And we're on about yeah, young Ralston, right? And obviously, I heard stories through the grapevine. He's a bit of a bad trainer, mate. Oh, We'll leave that one uh, You can sort out your delivery Or whatever it was Because let, let's not be unfair that, that sounds to me like a bit of a A rumour, John I, I think that's maybe a bit unfair to, to What is going on? What's going on there, John? But in, in all seriousness That's probably a bit unfair On Anthony Ralston yeah, and and every time I've I've watched a lad play, I'd actually heard the opposite. To be fair, <laughs> so, um, and Brendan Rogers said it uh, tonight when we were listening to his uh, comments about how well the boy gets something down the pitch. So mm. he's obviously worked very hard at his fitness. You hear rumours like that. Yeah, I've heard so many rumours about Mark, and a lot of them are not true. <laughs> Some are. Some are. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, he's he's a good trainer. Trust me, he's he's a good trainer. Um, puts in the work um, And you can see he's a big powerful boy as well You know that You don't get that kind of frame From being lazy So He needs to take his chance though Now that he's, he's got it And he's in there And if he gets picked again He needs to He needs to take it with both hands John now that you've got that hire sorted out You can carry on with your point Sorry for interrupting <laughs> sorry, sorry. No See as well I was talking to one of the boys today right? And I, I mentioned to you earlier on there uh, Gordon That Apparently they're talking about Timo Pukki or something coming back, right? And I don't think that boy got a chance the first time. I thought he was a good player, but I don't know if it's too little too late. What, what do you think about that one, Gordon? Um, I can't not... imagine Norwich are in a hurry to let him go. No, he's doing, <laughs> he's he's playing playing he's doing, he's doing very well down there. Um, no, I, I don't know. I don't think it works when you come back again. I think that uh, he's happy at Norwich. He's scoring goals. He's playing very well. Uh, so I'll be surprised at that. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think the the club fitted him. We've been chatting about it when we see him flash up every week when he scores, and some clubs just fit you, some don't, and uh, some find it more difficult to play for Celtic than others. And for Timo Pukki, it just it just didn't work, and he's found his level down there. I mean, it's it's a competitive league down there, but he's certainly playing well, and he's comfortable. And you're right, I don't think Norwich will be in any hurry to let him go anywhere. I was desperate to get John back there because. Th- 
I'm quite nosy And the, the nosy part of me Wants to know what, How that's what working So is, is there somebody Just in the back of his taxi Having, having to listen to him Rant and rave Till he's on the line Well, he's in the back of the taxi Entertainment I mean he must be We clearly heard the guy getting in <laughs> It's a strange world isn't it But it's wonderful uh, Let's hear a bit more from Neil Lennon Certainly on the game last night At Easter Road Not ideal losing your goalkeeper After 10 minutes So that sort of affects the way You want to you know, use your substitutions And that but um, I thought we started the game well and then Rangers came on very strong and, um, and listen, I'm delighted with the point. I think we can play better. We've got to give credit to Rangers as well. I thought they were very good. Morelos was always a threat tonight. He was very, very good and I was singing his praises before the game. I'm glad he didn't have his shooting boots on because he he was a real threat. And I thought Rangers, just in the throes of the game, did the bits and pieces, the dirty bits of the game a lot better than we did. But that's maybe to be expected with the size of the club that they are and the, the finances that they have it's a good learning curve for some of our younger players as well I thought Brian Poaches again had a very very strong game Heyman had a good game but we looked a little bit leggy towards the end of the game and that's obviously a worry for me obviously couldn't hit the heights from Sunday yeah. um, but we always do this don't we we say if you had offered you know, if you had offered Neil Lennon four points from these two games at any stage never mind the way they had been playing he would have taken your hand off and I just wonder if, if those two games are enough to set Hibs back on the, the, type, the type of form that we expect from them that yeah, had been missing. Yeah, they, they, they were hitting a, a run of poor for them. Um, seven points out of the last nine. Uh, a, a tricky one away at Hamilton, the 1-1-0. One, Terrific result on Sunday. And then obviously Neil was saying there that he was happy with a point against Rangers because Rangers, you know, what we watched were the betters of the two teams and really should have. Uh, taking all three points But uh, he'll be delighted with that As a bit of form Coming into As most clubs do now A lot of games A lot of important games And obviously The Edinburgh Derby Coming up as well They put so much Into that Celtic game The way they press Celtic uh, For 90 minutes That's that's hard mm. to do um, And it just showed I think In the game last night I thought they were disappointing Last night if I'm honest But Maybe to be expected But they need to they need to carry this form into the other games. Hugh Keevans always makes a point is is it unprofessional to do it against just Celtic and Rangers? Um Hibs have got to show that they can do it against other Interesting teams. to hear Neil Lennon so complimentary towards Alfredo Morelos, Gordon, because we've seen on social media and even a little bit on the phones, Rangers fans are frustrated with Alfredo Morelos, but the opposition manager is telling you, no. He was a handful I knew he would be And it turned out to be the case Yeah the only thing That was missing from his His performance last night Gordon was that vital goal I thought he gave uh, The Hibs back line A real torrid time of it I thought he played very well Link up play Created a lot of chances For himself But unfortunately for Morelos It just didn't get in the back of the net And I think that If he plays like that From now to the end of the season He'll certainly score a lot of goals And that's why the caller was wrong When he says they don't have a goal scorer Well they certainly do in Morelos Right it's almost time for Mark and Gordon To go about the full time teaser Now I'm always worried about the Thursday night Anyway can they come up with the answers But particularly this evening Because I gave Gordon a go at last night's teaser (laughs) When he came into the office I said Listen You're lucky you weren't in last night Because last night's teaser was a cracker He said What was the question? I said well We were looking for the top 9 English Premier League scorers With G, O, A and L All within their names So obviously if you heard it last night Guys like Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer Guys like Ashley Young Shane Long So remember we're looking for G, O, A and L He thinks about it for a minute 
And he says I've got one Dwight York <laughs> You don't need me to tell you How many of those letters Are missing From Dwight oh, York But to be fair I got about three or four Mushroom get none Anyway Your chance to redeem yourself On the full time teaser Is next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Time for Mark Wilson and Gordon DL to tackle tonight's full-time teaser. I just told you how badly Gordon did when I asked him for last night's, so uh, I'm hoping this goes a bit better. Come on. It's a slightly easier question, yes. I must say. Uh, John Smith has sent this one in. Very topical, though, which I like. I always like that, you know. Bit yeah. relevance. Mm-hmm. So he says Anthony Ralston and Mikey Johnson scored for Celtic against Motherwell. So here we go. Since 1990, mm-hmm. 12 other Celtic players have a name with the word ton in it, like Ralston, Johnston, T O N. Both first and second names count. Can you name them? And the good thing about this is. Even if you're not a Celtic fan You can still take part in this Because you've heard all the names You can still try and figure it out So you can help at Clyde SSB The address you need by the way If you want to send a question in And get it on the show Send it to fulltime at Clyde1.com So since 1990 12 other players have played for Celtic And have had a name with T-O-N Ton in it Tony like Cass- Tony, Watt. Tony, Tony Watt Tony Watt is of course one of the answers Yes Cascarino Just go for all Tony Yes Tony's Tony the Tiger Oh, uh, to, to, uh, the, the, the to, uh, What would you call him? Tony F Tony F That's him Mm-hmm Yeah Right Right. That's a good start by the way Yeah I'm quite impressed um, with that So Tony Cascarino Tony Watt Alexander yeah. Tonev We're looking for another nine players Apart from Ralston and Johnson From last night Who have played for Celtic since 1990 And in their name somewhere Is the word Ton T-O-N Ton Thompson you... Must be a Thompson <laughs> <laughs> no, <don't add. laughs> I've wrote down T O N. Please tell me it's the Angles. Not yet. Ton. All right, we'll get back to you. Jordan is a Rangers fan and Tim Fairman wants to talk about Alfredo Morelos. Jordan. How's it going, panel? Yep, all good. <laughs> The thing is, he creates chances for himself as well. I mean, watching it last night, and that's the worry for Rangers that there didn't seem to be many players creating chances for him. He's digging out chances for himself. I mean, the one he takes on Ambrose and a, a few of the other Hibs defenders in the second half manages to poke a shot through just by the post. It, it does terrifically well, um, and it's behind him. He he needs somebody supplying for him rather than him supplying for himself. He can't do everything. Um, so the other Rangers players really have to step up and help him. Yeah, maybe maybe that is important to draw a distinction between the two, Gordon, because it's not like he's constantly missing chances that are laid on a plate by, by his teammates. The chances he misses, he tends to make them himself. Not all of them, of course, but he's such a handful. He is a handful. Um, <clears throat> he's Rangers' number one choice. Um, I know Lafferty is there. I'd be interested to see them. Uh, playing together See if they could develop a partnership But last night he seemed to Create everything on his own um, But you know I've I've watched the boys get good movement 
he knows where the goals are Yes he misses chances All strikers do Sometimes you look at him and you think It's easier to put the ball in the back of the net But he's certainly a handful And he's he's a terrific player You've got to say that he's You know any centre half that goes up against him Knows they're in for a real game You know for the 90 minutes Because he doesn't You know he'll go and fight his battles Jordan are you sensing even some of your fellow Rangers fans Are in, in disagreement over this? I know just fellow Rangers fans are the boys that work on that. It gets a lot of stick, but I mean, like, you say to yourself, like, he twists, he turns, he's a nightmare. But no, just like, you say we didn't get enough chances, but then, like, Candias, I mean, their defence was brilliant last night. I mean, was it Ambrose put the block in and that? I mean, any other night, we could have been clear, but that wasn't just Morelos. I mean, Candias and Tav missed that set So, there is chances there, but we're just not really taking them. Mm. And that's an important thing, though. I mean, I keep saying it. If Morelos isn't putting the ball in the back of the net, then Candias has to contribute. You know, even Tavernier, you know, from open play. Um, you know, you've got Middleton coming on. You've got Gresta, who has to contribute. And, you know, I was chatting about Celtic era. Celtic have got wingers and attacking midfield players who score as well as create for the front man. I think the next one to Morelos, would I be right and say it's Tavernier? In terms of goal scoring, yeah. uh, off, the, off the top of my head, be. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'll check it for you, be. but I think so. Yeah, and, that, and that's a big thing we keep going on about. There's Rangers number ten. I, I was big on Azaria and saying I'm not sure what he did for Rangers. Okay, he passed the ball nicely, but if you're playing at the, you know, the one in behind Morelos in that midfield, you're really looking to add a few goals. And he only scored two goals in 28 games in that position. Rangers need a player in there. Who can chip in not only with assists but goals to help Morelos out? Is there a frustration last night, Jordan, because you didn't get the win, or are you one of those guys that's just pleased with the performance level? I, I felt we played really well. Uh, we were unlucky, as I say, any other night we could have been away three or four. But uh, no, good with Kim for the last year. He said that last year, and I would have smashed that after. But no, definitely a big improvement. But obviously, it's frustrating not to get the three points. But hey. Uh, on to next week yeah, because If we play the same As we did <clears throat> Last night Next Wednesday Then Hopefully Just Be able to bury them this time Good man Thank you to Jordan A Rangers fan in Dunfermline Still time for you to join us On 1419 1025 uh, On Twitter We are at Clyde I'm just having a quick look at Twitter uh, To see if there's any interesting answers Coming in on the teaser oh. One which had me worried Actually because it wasn't on the list uh, Franny suggested Morton Vicorst Oh, I've got him on my list That's not how you spell it Morton Morten That's T-E-N What about Rasmussen then? Is that the same? What? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Mor- Morton Rasmussen Alright uh, Yeah, I would, I would guess so You should have seen your face <laughs> I was thinking, is that his first name? <laughs> yeah Is yeah. that the same? Yeah, it's E-N oh. Morton Rasmussen right, I'm, I'm, st- I'm, I'm staying on the Tonys What about the goalkeeper? Is it Tony Warner? Oh, I could shout Yes What a shout that Here, is Here's another one But I don't know if he was 1990s I'm thinking of Christmas Tony Shepherd. <laughs> Who's Tony Shepherd? I'm thinking of Christmas <laughs> Who's Tony Shepherd? Play with Celtic midfield player Are you a fan of the nativity? Have you been watching, you've been thinking about it recently And that's why it came up? Is, no Is he not there? No Do you know you Thought you were a Celtic supporter Tony Shepherd. Played with Celtic I'm sure he gets sent off In a cup final or something It's not on the list anyway So since 1990 Maybe that's where he's struggling Well maybe a bit earlier But Mm. I don't know He played with Motherwell didn't he? 
He knows everything about Tony oh. Shepard, by the way. He's a fireman. He's the biggest fan. <laughs> 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 oh, good. Ah, oh, right. They, they have V Course and Rasmussen one's done with it. I thought you, I was, you were delighted. Ah, I was delighted. Oh, I had them on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I had to scrub them off. Many of us still again. Oh, loads. We've no chance tonight. We knew we were beat even before the question tonight. Not at all. I've got faith in trying. It's been a good start. Let's speak to John and Paisley. Hi, John. Hello. What's on your mind tonight, John? First of all, I'd like to wish you all the best for the Christmas and New Year coming, by the way, gentlemen. Same to you, John. Thank you. Have a good show. Tell me how long Carlos Pena has got left in his contract. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know exactly. He's still a Rangers player, obviously. Mm, um, too long. It would no. be. It was. I think it was. A, it was a three-year deal when he signed. Something a, a, along those lines. So, uh, what, what are you getting at, John? That you would actually like to see him given a chance? Well, why not? But else is getting a chance. Why not? And the, the goals. No much as I didn't think. He, but the goals he contributed were some good goals. Not I mean St Johnston, Aberdeen. He put the ball away. So if Gerard could get some more than that. A guy who I don't know what his name is, a history maker, not I mean Pedro, not I mean if he could get me out, I mean, mm. well, why not? It wasn't for somebody that can mm. play behind, and he did some, some he did for much of the thing, what made was brilliant, he scored some good goals. It was a three year deal um, in 2017, so uh, yeah, I'd, the games I saw him play for <clears> Rangers, <throat> I thought he was. I thought he was a mile off, I must say. Um, didn't think he, he fitted into the club at all. Didn't think he contributed when he was there. John saying he scored goals. I don't think he scored enough, but um, I had the feeling that Rangers fans wanted to see the back him. Um, and I think with Gerard coming do. in, uh, with Gerard coming in, I think it'd be a step backwards. You know, getting this guy back into play. Um, if he could get the best out of him, he'd be playing. He'd, he'd be playing just now. Marcus, a step backwards. Well, because like I say, he didn't do it for the club at all. I thought the games he played in, he was he was very poor. Now, if you're saying it, it, you you enjoyed his performances, well, of course that's your opinion. But the majority of Rangers fans, that I think I John's talking to, about the couple of goals he, he chipped in with more than perhaps the all-round performances. Is no, that no, fair? No, all-round performances. The goals he chipped in were good. Were they playing in front of Morelos? Are you talking about playing? No, behind him up front. No, no, behind him. Behind him. Yeah. Again, I, I, just my opinion. I. I don't think he would he would fit Stephen Gerrard's mould. I wonder as well, Gordon, if you remember what Stephen Gerrard said. And of course, you can be accused of overanalyzing these things, but he certainly seemed a bit frustrated last week about the fact that Rangers still have to pay these guys, Carlos Pena, Eduardo Herrera. He, he seemed frustrated as if that might impact his plans in January. Um, listen, there might be another interpretation of that where he said, "Well, you might as well use him." But just listening to those comments, it seemed as if he seen he he. Was inconvenienced by them yeah. more than anything. Yeah, he obviously knew what he was taking on when you know he got the job about the two lads. Uh, it is a lot of money. It's in the region of nearly what fifty grand a week that you could free up in January if you could get them off off the books. But I don't think they're going to leave, especially in that kind of money. I don't think they'll get that money elsewhere. So it's a problem for Rangers uh, because with the January window coming up, they do want to strengthen. Uh, they want to bring in a bit more quality for the from January to the end of the season, uh, but when you're stuck with a fifty grand wage bill every week for two players that I don't think will feature, then it is a bit of a you know a burden. Final word to you on this, John. Well, how did he get a chance, didn't he? Andy, how did he get a chance? He was right at the door according to a lot of people. So what's Ryan McGinn Carlos paying that? Harris, not a bad player. I mean, he's as bad as Dazza's trying to play for. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Well, well, you're you are saying to give um, Penny a, a chance. Why not give, give him a chance? Because he's not really had a chance, has he, John? No, he's not. Uh, his first touch is pathetic. No, I mean, Pena has got a wee bit on him. I'm sorry, but I'd say Pena's got a bit more class than Herrera. Right? Right? So, obviously, I'm, but Herrera just doesn't look at, Honestly, he looks like, I don't know what, but... I remember Pena playing against Celtic at Ibrox, so remember when he played in that role. And I, again, I thought he was he was miles he was miles off that in that position, John. I, I I didn't think he was he had a good afternoon in that game. All right, thanks to John and Paisley. So one four one nine five one one zero two five to get in touch. Um, to those of you on Twitter who are trying to spoil the fun and remind <clears> us that it's actually Anthony Watt or Anthony Warner. They're known as Tony Come on Tony I've got your sense of Festive spirit and understanding It's I've Tony Watt It's Tony Warner hey, I've got a crack Hold on Let me just explain the question Because not everyone Has been listening the whole time People mm. may be just joining in So after Anthony Ralston And Mikey Johnston Scored for Celtic Can you name the 12 other players Since 1990 Who've played for Celtic And have had a name With the word ton In it So guys like Tony Cascarino Tony Warner Tony Watt And Alexander Tonev what about this one? Beton. Yes. Beton. Good one. Beautiful. What about Sutton? Sutton. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what about. <laughs> I'm not giving the third one. <laughs> Fulton. Oh, Fulton. I never thought you would get that one. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Oh, Johnston. Tony. Tony. The the lad, the winger boy. Sorry. Tony Johnston. Is it Mikey. Tommy Johnston? Mikey. Tommy Johnston. What? Tommy Johnston played with Celtic. Jimmy Johnson Tommy Johnston Oh that, he was Johnson. Johnson He didn't have a T Mikey You're kidding me on No <laughs> Carlton Cole Gordon he, He's Johnson He doesn't have a T in it Oh Can he not just have a T Carlton <laughs> Cole is one Cole well done So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, you've got eight You've got eight of the twelve you only need another four That is not too bad at all I'm quite impressed I am quite impressed uh, Let's hear from Stephen Robinson quickly After last night's game The changes I made were first team players That came in You know we are talking about boys That got massive experience up front We certainly didn't lose the game Because of the boys up front um, You know when anybody else had come in Then you know we're boys that played a lot of football So we've got three big games coming up um, That probably will dictate whether We're looking up the way or looking down the way And yeah there'll be people fresh and ready to go what did you make of that last night, Gordon? Was it was it an obvious case of Stephen Robinson prioritising his games? If you win against St Johnson and then you then make five changes to take on Celtic, yeah, I think uh, obviously retaining his squad a little bit. I don't think even with his strongest squad, uh, his strongest starting eleven going to Celtic Party, they've got in and Gordon, um, <clears throat> and he's looking at the the games that are more important to him. Anything he got at Celtic Park last night would have been a bonus. They didn't get anything. Um, he did make the changes and uh, he'll play his strongest team at the weekend. He's got to manage it that way and I, th- I think he's right in doing that. He's got to try and make sure he beats the teams round about. He'll be watching from the stands, of course, Mark Wilson, because he's been given a... It's a five-game ban, but two of those games are suspended. So essentially, it's a three-match ban at the moment. Um, remember, he was sent to the stands in that 7-1 defeat to Rangers. Um, yeah, that's a hefty one. Yeah, that's a real hefty one. I'm taking it he's got previous from that because that's a that's a big ban. I mean, we've heard plenty of managers criticise officials, and none have been handed that length. Uh, a ban. Yeah. But I, I think um, I 
team like Motherwell, well, any team, need their manager on the touchline. Stephen Robinson on the touchline gets a reaction from these players. I just think when the manager's sitting in the stand, he'll lose a wee bit. I know the players should be professional enough, and you've got a number two and a first team yeah, coach. Keith Lasley, I'm sure, will be thrust in. I've, and in fact, a bit yeah. of managerial news, if you like, at Motherwell today is that Stephen Cragen is stepping down from his role as reserve team manager, Gordon. Um, one of the, the the better known reserve team managers possibly just because he's remember he had them winning the the youth cup yeah, not so long yeah, ago yeah. Um, of course there's a lot of media work as well so you just wonder how much that's all part of it and uh, he's he's taken a, a step back yeah a bit surprised about that Gordon he's got a good reputation I think um, when we were at Airdrie we had a few of the young boys from Motherwell in and spoke very highly of his coaching um, so it'll be interesting to see if he's just decided to concentrate on his media work like Mark and I <laughs> hmm. uh, Brian Elder It's a good guess On the teaser what? But you've just Got it slightly Round the wrong way what? John Hartson Oh Think about it Hartson. Brian We need Ton T-O-N We'll get the answers To the teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation you deserve Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here And they are having a good old go At this full-time teaser Um, The question is Anthony Ralston and Mikey Johnson aside Can you name the 12 other Celtic players Since 1990 Who have The word Ton in their name Guys like Nier Beton Tony Cascarino Carlton Cole Stevie Fulton Chris Sutton Alexander Tonev Tony Warner And Tony Watt I'm looking at Twitter um, Hugh Moan's got an absolute cracker Hunter Milligan And Alan McDonald Have got the other one um, And Hugh Moan says Can't believe they get Carlton Cole He's not got much Who got Faith that? in Me? you You? Me? Okay uh, right Calm down What was your other one you had? Eh uh, I've got one I think I Really important question From Raffles as well He says Does Stephen Robinson Really talk like that Or do you speed it up Manic <laughs> I didn't do anything to it Yeah I guess essentially He does talk like that Anton Rogan Brilliant Why did you pronounce Rogan differently As if that was I'm part of idea. the question <laughs> yeah. Ro- I, Is that one Anton Rogan well, I've got an easy one Why did we not get this one Tony Mowbray Yeah easy indeed oh, Right you've only got two to get And you've got about Eight minutes or so to get it So for the first time in a while, I think you could nail all of these without mm. any clues. Mm, Although one that. is, oh, one's tough. One is really tough. It's a tough one. Recently, in recent times, go go play with me. Perhaps Ooh. no. Who no. are you thinking? Anton Karakins. No. No. Who? He's a young boy. I don't know if he played a game. Mm. I'll tell you what. There's one that I'm. Worried about That I don't think Is on the list And I'm trying to think Why that would be He's he, not on the list He's not on the list And Hugh Moan's Sent it in Jerry Britton Ooh Yeah, yeah. I, was think, I was thinking No you weren't mm. Okay Game's a bogey It That's... says he got two appearances In the leagues He was there 90-92 Yeah no, well, Add that to the last he can, be your, he can be your Brucey bonus You're still looking for two Go for it do you want it? Nah Keep well, us in keep suspense it. You've only got two Beautiful Adam <laughs> is a Celtic fan in Scunthorpe Hi Adam Hi Gordon uh, Legend in Mushroom Hello Hello How you doing? Um, I'm alright then Just a wee point I heard somebody talking earlier about Timo Pukki maybe coming back mm-hmm. um, What about uh, the 
the most nights for striker I've seen since Lansing leave is Gary Hooper. Mark talks about some some clubs fitting, some don't. I thought Hooper was amazing for us. Hmm. It was. Yeah, I, I must admit, Gary Hooper was outstanding for Celtic. Probably one of the, the best finishers I played with in my career. Really? Uh, yeah, he was outstanding. I thought he had everything. Problem is, um, how much... You know how much money is he on in England? Does he settle down yeah, there? He went no. for the money, didn't he? So. He went for the money. Is it um, Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'm trying to think his recent injury history, if there is a problem, because he's not played at all this season. Mm-hmm. And I know he's clearly out of favour anyway, but I just wonder if if that's if there's an injury there as well. I don't know. Is that one you could go back to? I mean, he's certainly won it that uh, <laughs> took to the club. With, with no problem I mean there's a lot of pressure On being a Celtic striker And being a Celtic goal scorer And Gary Hooper Never had a problem with it. He had so much to his game He was strong as an ox He could turn quickly He had pace for someone Who was uh, You know Who looked like he was stocky Carrying a wee bit <laughs> But he could score goals I mean he's He was a penalty box player uh, Yeah I just had a quick look He does have a groin injury At the moment 10 weeks out But That was quite That was his last month so he didn't play from the start of the season to then anyway Yeah yeah. So uh, I mean it's it's a great shout But whether Celtic would go all out to get him And whether Chef Wed would let him go Is another question Adam what what, what type of striker are you, are you thinking about Adam Are you looking for an experienced one then Perhaps a guy who can You know come in and instantly do a job Is it going to be another another youngster What have you got in mind oh, If he would have stayed long term The way Oh, that was the worst phone line I've, I don't know oh, what just happened Adam just got abducted by aliens mm. So uh, check on him Make sure he's alright I'll ask you the same question then Gordon sure. There are a couple of options There are a couple of roads Celtic can go down Because you've got I mean Lee Griffiths is still very much a Celtic player We, mm. we hope he makes a speedy recovery So you're not quite sure when that'll be You're you're, you're looking for You know back up to You know as, as an experienced Guy who's maybe out of favour in the English Premier League is that an option? Yeah, lo- yeah, I, I, I would certainly a loan look, spell or I would certainly look at that. I know there's been rumours going about maybe uh, Defoe, someone like that, who's a natural goal scorer. And you know, if it's only short term, January to the end of the season, especially the amount of games that Celtic have got coming up, then I think an experienced striker in there uh, would would be the perfect fit because they've got. Edward's still young. He's very young in his in his uh, development, and I think even working in the training ground with an experienced striker um, would help him as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if Celtic go and try and get a bit of experience. And I know it's not the way they usually work, but just for a short term, I think it would be a good idea. I'm pleased to announce he's not been beamed up. He's still you're in back. Scunthorpe. Adam, you're back with us. Sorry, that last bit of bad signal there. Yeah, I was just saying, um, I think the way Hooper was gone, the ratio he was at at the time, I think it would have carried on if they're out done laughing, to be honest, and that's a, that's a big thing to say. Yeah, that's a big shout. That's a big shout. No doubt he definitely had the talent. You never know. I mean, playing in the a Brendan Rodgers side where you do get a lot of chances, um, I think it would have suited the way Gary Hooper plays. Um, what, what were his particular strengths, Mark, having played? Uh, you know what? Like I say, he was, he was so strong. Um, but he was so quick as well You know he backed into you And he could roll you Very quickly But he had that pace To get away from you And uh, In about the penalty box His finishing Was second to none I mean I remember him Scoring a goal at Ibrox Beautiful finish You know curled into the bottom corner um, And he scored big goals In big games And it never seemed to phase him Like I say You need to be Strong character To play that position And he took to it Very easily 
Uh, right, thank you to Adam and Scunthorpe. That's probably, definitely going to be your last call of the evening. We're already the games come so thick and fast at this time of year, Gordon. We know that um, many fixtures crammed into the month of December. Um, you know, on one hand, we're looking back on last night. Already, it's Thursday night though, and that's the time you usually sort of look ahead to the weekend as well. It's non-stop, and it should be another uh, great weekend. Yeah, and and really important fixtures, Gordon. Um, Celtic playing Saturday, Rangers go up to Perth on the Sunday, um, and then obviously Boxing Day in the twenty ninth, a big one. So it's going to be a real interesting week And uh, I'll be interested to see Because it changes all the time Who will be top of the table When it comes to January 1st Yeah because understandably In this part of the world Mark People are talking more and more About the 29th And will Odson Edward be fit for the 29th And Rangers had a couple of players Who went off injured last yeah. night as well Scott Arfield uh, and so on But this period is so congested And so important that We at times might be able to look A bit further ahead the clubs can't can't really do that I mean they no. can to an extent If they want to manage the squad But that comes with its own risks Well the way the season has went Gordon um, You never know when Celtic or Rangers Are going to slip up Now you would you would think this weekend's fixtures Are a given That Celtic would, would win at home Rangers would win at Perth But you never know um, And then you've got Aberdeen away And Rangers have got Hibs at home I mean Huge games before you even get to twenty nine. So, what a week! And uh, it's going to put the a bit of shape to to this season, uh, to how the season finishes up. Because both teams will be desperate to get as many points as they can before they go away in that winter break. Declan Kelly's got a suggestion. He says, "What about bringing Wayne Rooney in on loan? The MLS season's finished. Would help our younger players and keep his fitness up." I think there is a bit of a time. I'm not saying it would be happening anyway, but I, I think their pre-season actually starts. Yeah. And I know his wife very well, so yeah. it'd be nice to bump into her. <laughs> I think that yeah. would be a bit of an issue. Anyway, um, CC is trying to throw one into the mix, a wee sneaky one for the teaser. He says Anton Rogers played a friendly last season. Brendan's boy. Oh, really? Well, competitive got, games. You've gave me so a we're crack looking for another two on the teaser. I've gave you, yeah. Apart from Anthony Ralston, Mikey Johnson, twelve other players have played for Celtic since 1990 and have Ton in their names: Beaton, Tony Cascarino, Carlton Cole, Stevie Fulton, Tony Mowbray. Anton Rogan Chris Sutton Alexander Tonev Tony Warner And Tony Watt You've got two to get yeah. You don't have long To get well, them Mark gave me A little bit of clue Another centre forward Andy Payton Yes Oh good shout What clue did Mark Wilson give you? When he was talking about Hooper Centre forward And sort of <laughs> Same position What a clue that was Okay uh, Further proof in case you needed it That Gordon Dale's mind works In mysterious ways Have you got the other one? No I thought you had another one, no? Hardest one by a mile. What position? I think he was a goalkeeper. Oh, Muggleton. Uh, Carol, ah. Carol. Is it? Is it? Carol Carl Muggleton. Brilliant. Well done. Well done to you. Thank you, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. As always, biggest thanks goes to Euro. The calls and the tweets are much appreciated. And we will do it all over again tomorrow night in the company of Hugh Keevans and Craig Beatty. In the meantime, though, stay where you are. Uh, because up next we've got Callum Gallagher
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.